This is the Comedy Reject Podcast with your host, Sterling Scott. One, two, one, two. This is another episode of the Comedy Reject Podcast. And yes, it's late as fuck, yo. But it is brought to you by TaylorMadeRadio.ca. And it is produced by my boy, Matt. You can find all of his credits in my bio. Make sure you hit him up whenever you want any of your digital media needs. With that being said, yo, why did the podcast not come out on Sunday, sir? <laughs> yo, today is late as fuck. Oh my gosh, it's late. It's late as fuck, but <laughs> there's so much to talk about. And I'm so excited because sitting next to me is not only the creator of the Such a Pretty Podcast, but one of my oldest friends. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen. Oldest. Please <laughs> welcome Miss Misha Porter. Hey, Sterling. Yo, man. It's uh I know, right? We were we were we were we were doing one of those things where it's like we started talking before the podcast mm-hmm. and we said a lot of things that should have been on the podcast. Always. So I kind of just want to get back because I was <laughs> you were yelling at me about the amount of weed that I was trying to roll before we started this. Yeah. We were saying something about how what well, was it with these the people? Who, yeah, okay, hold who on. Who were we cussing? We were I can't cussing remember. young people. Oh, and the fact that they don't. Um, they, they feel like lived a life, but they feel entitled. To <laughs> they feel entitled to speak on things that they have no experience with. Now, were you like that? Never. When you were younger? No, never. I was always like, I don't know. Oh, ooh, ooh, sorry. That was like a chill. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just living my life, figuring it out. I was always like that. That was did, always my. But energy. did you ever figure it out though? Like, no. That's the thing, though. That's what I'm saying. That's why when I look at these young people, I'm like, how are you 23? And you haven't all figured it out. No. How did you figure it out in your mom's basement? Is it because you're not paying no bills that you have so much goddamn time on your hands? But it's never... To figure this shit out? Because they come with some raw shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, like... But life... Okay, Sterling. With life, it's continuously living and figuring it out. You'll never get to a point where you're like, all right... I'm good with everything that's going on in my whole entire life and being in existence and never want for more. I agree with that so much because I once said to somebody, yo, if you think you figured it out at 23, ask somebody who's 40 if they thought that they figured it out at 23. Exactly. And I guarantee you they'll be like, oh, no, that 23-year-old was an idiot. Was an idiot. And I hope that me at 38, Mm -hmm. that me at 68 can look at me at 38 Mm -hmm. and go, oh, he was an idiot because... I want to continually evolve and grow and become something better. So when you say that, I'm like, yo, I fuck with that. Because, yo, yeah. I love the idea of heritage and, 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 and uh, from your, your parents. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as a parent that I should give them everything I had and yeah. then they evolve and improve on it. Yeah. I don't want you to do the exact same thing exactly. as me. I want you to take the good from it and make better from it. So you see, it's like... That's kind of what I don't like when I see that people get stuck in the past with a lot of things. Oh, when because, they stop growing at a certain age. Yes. Because that was the greatest time of their lives and oh. they'll never capture it again. So I'm just going to stay here. High school the people of, are the High word. school people. High school and college people. <laughs> yes, college, college people. College people are guilty but of it. high school are the absolute worst. They because are like, this was the greatest year. Grade 10, I am staying at 15 <laughs> years old when I got all the bitches and I was high flying above the rim <laughs> on the, the basketball shoes. team. I had the baddest shoes. That was the best everything. currency. There was nothing bigger yeah, than that. I am staying right here. And a lot of these men 
and women <laughs> shade are <laughs> 35 40 years old and it's a little bit rough you know right that now. was honestly a funny moment for me <laughs> because like shade growing the high school right y'all like i would remember the girls from grade nine yeah. you know what i'm saying so i'm 18 they're what 14 and then you watch them grow up and you see when they get to like the 20 23 24 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're like oh you guys still wilding oh you still wilding and then they, they don't realize it because they're living the young hot girl life and then all of a sudden they wake up and they're 30 and there's a bunch of young girls who are like what is this grandma doing in the club and she's like what do you mean what do you mean i'm not a grandma like, <laughs> but literally but like i see that shit and i laugh because i'm like you should have fucked me Oh when my I, god, you're so dumb, <laughs> Sterling. I'm joking. I'm just, <laughs> I no, I'm not. But like, I know you're I, not. <laughs> yo, I've seen some people that fuck up, yo. They say black don't crack, but it can chip. I, I've seen some ugly It definitely chips. I it definitely some. chips. But you know what the thing is? I think it just goes along with a hard life. Like, when you want to just deny your whole, like, truth about yourself, you age. Okay, wait, worse. explain that. What do you mean deny your truth about yourself? Because isn't that what we're all on the journey of? Of finding of our, ourselves? Yeah, so then... I feel how, like people... How do people deny themselves? Because this sounds deep to me. <laughs> I want to hear this, yo. Yo, I'd be on some deep shit right now in this fucking quarantine, my nigga. Okay. <clears throat> so, in terms of people denying themselves, right? You always have this idea of how your life is going to work out. Because I remember when I was 16 years old, I said, this is going to happen by this age, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then when you got to that age, you're like, (laughs) what the fuck was I thinking? (laughs) Right? (laughs) And then when you're at that age, you feel like you're mature. So that's around like 25, 26. Because I felt like I had shit figured out my mid-20s. Yeah, 27 is yeah. when I wanted to have a child. Yes. And, like, you you feel like the next step is there. Like, you're progressing in your career. You finish university a couple years already. So I felt like, you know, good. I'm on the right path. I have it all figured out. <laughs> but guess what? Life doesn't work like that. Yeah. And things happen that challenge you. Things happen that break you. Things happen that will freaking put you in debt. Things happen that will, you know, turn you onto a road that you weren't necessarily prepared for. And you make certain decisions and you learn certain lessons that you wouldn't have if you stayed comfortable mm-hmm. in that I figured it out phase at 26. Uh-huh. See what I'm saying? Yeah, because you see what it is, is what you're saying basically is that the theory is still a theory until it's actually applied. And when it applied to reality, you realize that you have to make shifts and changes. Yes. And as you make shifts and changes, that theory no longer represents what you as a young person thought that you once were. And then you start to realize why the person who's 36 <laughs> looking at you at 26 is like, now you're looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zia. Yo, this yeah. weed makes me smarter. Yo, <laughs> so yo that shit came out of my mouth and I was like, who's talking? You're so <laughs> you <ever had> that? <laughs> I was like, this person is way smarter than me. <laughs> no, but it's true. But that like, was like, yeah, that's. And uh, people don't give themselves an opportunity to like grow and make mistakes, and like they're hard on themselves, and they get stuck in certain mistakes and beat themselves up about it. And it's like, all right. When you say they, are you talking about yourself still? Um, I find that I give myself time to beat myself up about it, but I move on and I keep pushing. But I find that. There's certain mistakes that people make 
that are life changing or certain things that happen that are life changing that people get stuck there instead of growing from it, learning from it, becoming more from it. They stop. Somebody right had said there. something. I think that was you. So mm-hmm. I don't remember because I was high. But there's people, somebody said something where it's like people who do not uh, grow or heal mm-hmm. from something that happened to them in the past, that they yeah. remain at that maturity. Yes. Facts. And uh, I see that because like, yo, you ever see a man mm-hmm. who's like, yo, fuck girls, yo, I hate girls. Yep. Fuck them. And then when you go, why? And he's like, yo, when I was 14, yo, this girl broke my fucking heart, dog. And it's and like, how yo, old is he? He's like grown 52. Ass man. What are we, why are we talking still talking about, about 14? Talking about his high school love Unresolved that broke his problems. heart. Most broken, most men that are dogs Always. are men that usually were cheated on at mm-hmm. a young t- age when they were in love. And then they just, they can't, they're afraid of that feeling but again. But what is that? Okay, let me ask you as a man now. Mm. Why... Is it so difficult for you? Because to me, I don't even count my heartbreaks when I was like 15 or 12. Like, but describe that ego to the people that don't understand. Okay. So our (laughs) ego, as a man, your ego is pretty much like your, your, your credit limit for how much of a man you are. And the more your ego is attacked, the less of a man you feel. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but who who measures that though? So the it's man- measured in day to day, in the day to day trivia, the day to day things that we go through. For example, uh, a man can't cry, mm-hmm. uh, a man can't hit a woman, but also can't be beat up by a woman. Mm-hmm. A man must provide. A man. So you see, these are all markers. Okay. That to a man has in his life you- to check to, for your own man credit limit. Okay. Right, and so when you uh, have a broken heart, right. That's a sign of weakness because you as a man, you're supposed to be strong. You're not supposed to, uh, uh, you're supposed to just dust yourself off and find a next fish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so if you cry, if you are sad, if you are depressed, you're moping over a girl, mm-hmm. be a man, get out there, get another one. So you see, you get docked for feeling so- sad about a relationship as a man. So what we do is we deny those feelings so that we can remain in the presence of other men who probably have the same um, false identities, that we are strong. And uh, that's why you see a lot of men that have issues behind closed doors because they can't be who they truly are because we're afraid that we're not man enough. Okay. So do these... Okay, so I understand the, the microaggressions that you guys be going through and stuff. I had a question, sorry. But it go ahead, like, go was like gone in my head. <laughs> Yo, if it doesn't um, come back, it, it was, wasn't important. I know. I know. <laughs> but like in relation to how like women now, how do you want women to respond to that ego that will <sighs> Yeah. How do you want women to respond to that ego? That's a difficult question to ask because each woman will 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 do different things for each man. Mm-hmm. So it's really a variable of how much do you want to be with that person or be in the presence of that person. Okay, well, let's not be too specific. We can mm-hmm. give like three examples, just not well, specific to a situation or a person. Uh, one of the things is that women would have to, I would like them to do, is to not 
use those microaggressions as weapon against men, mm. aka little dick man, broke is. motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? When you use those yes. microaggressions against us as a weapon, yeah. then we will always try to protect ourselves against that from happening. So, like, a man doesn't mm. want to ever find out his girl cheated on him. And here's how mm. crazy it is. We say this as men. Oh, if my girl cheated on me, I would fucking leave her. And then those guys will go and cheat. Because in their minds, She's already a woman it. being cheated on is not as, as, as the same magnitude as a man being cheated on. See how crazy that is? I know. Because like, oh, as a woman, you being cheated on, well, he's a man. He's a dominant man. He's supposed to spread his seed. But as a woman, they expect you to be loyal to him and him alone, no matter what dirty shit he's doing in the street. So he could have 20 gal and then see you with one and it will destroy his ego. It would destroy. And that's what a woman will use against him when some yeah. women do shit to get you jealous. Enough men are dead in the street because a gal want to get a man jealous. You know true. what I'm saying? So it's like when you attack a guy's ego... Uh, it makes them feel less of a man. And in order to defend their ego, they will build up uh, ridiculous um, mm-hmm. theories and rules and ways of life to surround and protect this fragile ego that is not even manhood. a real thing. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where it is. And you could trace that back to anything. You can name any kind of aggression with man, and I can prove to you exactly where it stems from. You know what I mean? Even when you see kids growing up, you'll notice that they'll have a play fighting stage. Mm-hmm. And then you'll start seeing that some guys are still doing it. And I bet you the guys that are mostly doing it are ugly because what they're doing is they're looking <laughs> at the, the they're, yeah, they're looking at the good looking person and being like, look, women, I can dominate him. Does that make me valuable to you? You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the stupid shit that guys will do. They play fight to prove who's the bigger man. It's just crazy that we've, um, no matter how much we feel like we've um, progressed, elevated, we're inclusive to a certain level. We're conditioned a certain way. We're fucking animals. Just say it. <laughs> As people, like in relation to each other. We are you animals. Know? We, mm. we have natural <laughs> instincts. Some of us, you know, grew up I more know. bitch than the other. And some of us grew up more chatty than the next. But we are animals, man. Like, you, you think, anytime people think that we're not animals, I go, yo, you ever just stare at somebody? Just stare at them and watch what happens when they realize you're staring at them. They're going <laughs> to panic and they're going to be like, hey, we're, hey, so hey. it's literally <laughs> an animalistic I reaction. I would bite somebody's head off too. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. it's literally like anybody staring at you in the wild. It's like it's either a fight or we're, yeah. you're trying to eat me or fight me. But either which way, you shouldn't have your eyes locked on me. That's an animal instinct. <laughs> so if you look in a dog's eyes, it will bark at you because it's like, what are you trying to do? And it's just like, that's. When I feel that people fight against those things, mm-hmm. I feel that they age themselves. I feel that they're not truly being who yeah. they are. Yeah, and, uh, that's true. Like I, and there's terms that hold people to these things. I don't like the term um, uh, like slut or um, whore in the sense of whore, oh, just a promiscuous woman, not whore getting paid. Okay. Um, or thought. Ones, yeah, like that hoe over there. Because <laughs> uh, what that does now is it means like it's it's literally be, making it seem like only men can be Vera. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay. But that's always been the case, though. But the only reason... reason the I'm only, just glad that you guys are realizing it now. No, no, no. I, I don't realize <laughs> it's too late. But here's what I really realized, that mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's the fragile male ego that he doesn't want his woman to have been with 10 hundred other yes. men before him. Yes. Right? So he... He imposes that law and then it's enforced by women who want to oppress other women. Mm -hmm. 
And so they use those laws against them to be like, look, man, she's one of the promiscuous ones to it's hold so them down. And that's how our society mm -hmm. has then formed this idea of how a person should be uh, a fuckboy or a, or a thought or, uh, you know, or you should you can't find love if you're doing this and you can only do things this way. And it's like reality is that all of us are different. Some of us would love to take fucking and that's the thing. multiple partners, and that's the but thing. we're ashamed. Been, we're we, shamed by it. We've been like told that we're supposed to be a certain way. Be told how to love, and we yeah, we've been told that this is how black people are. This is what you guys all do. This is what you guys all eat. This is how you guys all act and think when you act differently or you think differently outside of those that box that they've created for us generations upon generations it's just transformed and become a little bit more liberal over time mm -hmm. but when you you step outside of that and you don't want to conform to those standards what do black people do they call you whitewashed <laughs> they shit on you yeah like, like cancel this that or whatever you ain't black enough or you're you're too black or whatever it's always and it, the thing is, these attitudes, these feelings, these words, everything comes from our oppressor. And we've internalized all the things that we were told by them over and over again. And the things that the structures that they created within society to where we say, for example, oh, I can't wear my hair like that to work because yep. it's not professional. Or that was honestly my fear for getting dreads. Yeah. Not, sorry, not to say dreads, locks. Locks, yeah. Because uh, when I wanted to get them, everybody was like, if you get, if you go from that afro to the locks, then um, you're not, everyone's going to lose, everyone's yeah. going to, they don't want you no more. And I'll be absolutely honest with you, that's the only reason why I didn't lock my and hair. The thing is, if, as they, fear. Think, they think it's acceptable. Yeah. We think it's acceptable. Because your mom, wouldn't your mom be like, oh, Would have been Sterling. mad at you if you got locked. <laughs> well, my mom's a lunatic. I know, but, but like the average yeah, parent, the average parent in the Caribbean mm -hmm. back then looked at it as a rebellious you. way of, like, you're never going to get a job. That exactly. was always the thing. You're they never going to get a job. And not realizing that that is. They're enforcing the rules of the oppressor. Just like how Thank I said you. with the male ego, how they. Yes. That's why, yo, when Dave Chappelle said, yo, this was so lit when Dave Chappelle said um, that the only reason why we're listening to the LGBT community is because white men want to be gay, too. Mm -hmm. And then when he does the other theory yeah. of, uh, oh, I've been on these roads before with you guys. In fact, I'm the one who built them. Mm -hmm. The fragile male ego, I think, is the same person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the the things that they, you know, use to gauge masculinity mm -hmm. is always uh, the opposite of what they have with inside. Yeah. It's like, if I can't, if I don't deserve it, I'll buy it. And that's going to make me believe in that, it, that I that I deserve this or whatever. And um, when, I, when I see the male ego who imposes the law and then the women that use it to their benefit to mm -hmm. oppress other women yeah. we've all seen it ugly girls yeah. will be mad at the pretty girl for being hit on mm -hmm. calling her a slut even though she didn't fuck nobody but because she's getting zero of the attention let's shit mm -hmm. on her by yeah. by devaluing her to increase the value of a weak male ego mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. You see how crazy that is? It's true. And even the colorism debate as well. That, that one hurt men... too because I'm dark-skinned and I literally yeah. grew up with being told you're black and ugly or hearing things like, oh, he's only cute because he's light-skinned. 
But it comes from every angle. It comes from us within our own community. It comes from outside of our community. Like every single angle, we hit each other with this colorism debate. And that is like the last thing that anybody wants to really talk about. That anybody wants to really attack. Like why are there still like bleaching creams like ads everywhere? People are dousing themselves in fucking hydrochlorophyll burning their fucking skin off to be light skin and it's like can we talk about that real quick learning to love ourselves and that's an issue that's right there is why they wouldn't do it because you have to love yourself you see when you don't love yourself and you think you've loved somebody else it's not that you love them you worship them because you can't love them because you don't love yourself and when people worship something, they will follow it to the destruction of themselves. That's what the fuck and is that happening is not right love now. For yourself, if you that's what the fuck yourself. is happening right All now. All right, yo, this weed is making me smart. That's what yo. the fuck is happening right now. Yo, I don't know what we said, but it was smart, yo. <laughs> no, I felt like we just unlocked E equals MC squared with that talk, yo. <laughs> no, because we spitting. Yo, yo, I'm saying, yo, yo, take a half time for a night, yo. That was. I know when I listen back to it, I'm going to be like, that was way better. But right now, let's get back into it. <laughs> well, this lemon water is fire. It's nice, right? It has a little, little zest to it. Let me turn this up a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know that's definitely um, too goddamn loud, but you know. <laughs> I know, but it's not You just so wanted good. your moment. You just wanted your moment. You know what I mean? I just wanted to hear that. You one. wanted your moment. And I'm glad you had it. That one. Uh, Don't need a man what song is that? Why was that song so lit for you? I get, oh, Ralph Chubbsbant, Sensitivity. Because it's so beautiful. It's like a man catering to a woman. Like, you know, I'm going to be here for you and hold you. So then what do you got to say to the guys that were those guys, but then got shitted on? You know what I mean? Keep going. <laughs> It'll get just better. Keep going, eh? just, yo, you hear that, guys? <laughs> when it happens to you, just It'll get keep better. Because I get shitted on, too. And I know. It's hard to believe, Sterling. <laughs> okay? Hey. I, I'm joking. I get it shitted happens. on. Because happens. I'm caring. I'm loyal. I'm a Leo. So I will stay with somebody or be around friends, family, whoever, you know, at my own detriment sometimes. And or I've done that before, and I like how you put your dating profile what? in there silently. Just been like, I'm a Leo. I'm this. <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> I'm but loyal. they already know. <laughs> they already know. Though. They already know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so those are my attributes. So I get my heart broken very often, actually. Mm. Yeah, well, <laughs> like I don't. No, I because don't like see the that. no, and no, no, no. It's not that I don't no. see it. What I said in my head that I didn't say out loud was, mm-hmm. guys get their heart broken, but why aren't they as? Why are they so much bitchier? And then I was like, oh, they're so much bitchier because we're still comparing ourselves to that meter of what it is to be a man. Yeah, and then when you feel like. And that even you're not submitting. supposed to love on that level. Yeah, even to submit to a woman. Exactly. Yeah, a man is, is not supposed to love on that level. You're supposed to be the king, the yeah, ruler, the Like head, you don't hear like the, the, the rappers fist. being like, yeah. I'm in love with her so much. I just wanna you know, like like yeah. like how Nipsey would be with his girl, know, right? Right? It's always uh these are my bitches. You know what I mean? They take ownership of them. And again, it's but all you know about being you know that the you thing want is, to be Sterling, worshipped. There are some rappers that do that, but what is pushed in the media and people 
what frustrates me so much is that people really don't pay attention to the weight that the media holds in their brain and their lives mm-hmm. and their everyday I existence. Agree. They brush it off like, oh, you know, it's whatever. We can't do nothing about it. or And they don't um, hold these people responsible for a lot of things that they do. And it's so frustrating because everybody's walking around with that attitude of, "What can I? Well, I can't do anything about it." So yeah, I've I've been said that. I said from jump that um, rappers you know? are have to be responsible for their lyrics because when you sing that song and it says "shoot that nigga, kill that nigga, you have fight to give that us nigga," something else. If you're, you're gonna, gonna give us that, you have to give us something else. Well, too. what upsets me is because when you when a black person's singing it, they're thinking about themselves. And when a white person is singing it, they're thinking about Everybody. us. Oh, us. You know what yes. I'm saying? Because <laughs> they're not they're like, they're not niggas, so they're like, kill that yeah. nigga, yeah, fuck that nigga, yeah. So in their head, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. And then you literally have now put this mantra of hatred towards yeah. your own people, because everything is, I'll shoot this motherfucker, I kill this nigga, mm-hmm. I do, and I hated that shit because I was like. I stopped listening to rap for the reason that a lot yeah. of it just became, I got more yeah. money than you. I know. You're a piece of shit. I know. And I'm like, why do you guys always there. have to demoralize everybody? Everybody else. Everything was, uh, yo, there was a time when every mm-hmm. song was, I had sex with your girl. Mm-hmm. What, what is, why? I was going to buy your album. What, why what did was you have it? To, you I just like, Gucci and Gucci flip flops. What is the tiptoeing the future song with the I, Gucci I can't flip flops? I don't know. I'm too old, but. You know what I mean? But I yeah. Heard that song. <laughs> but that's pretty much what it is. It's just like, I don't it's get true. it. It's true. Everybody's glorifying that. And while it's a side bitch and, and side nigga culture right now that's true. being glorified. So. And that's why I say hey. that they took our culture and used it to poison us. Yes. Because ding, ding, rap ding. music uh, was rap, was rhythm, rhythm and poetry. Uh, and there then I so watched them. Other things. I watched them divide it. I watched when it was rap, and then there mm-hmm. was hip hop. Mm-hmm. And hip hop was mainstream mm-hmm. rap music that was like if you had a woman singing On or like an R and B hook, yeah. then it was hip hop because yeah. they're like, mm, that's not rap, yeah. right? And they used to have. I remember Redman making fun. Of other rappers because they're like, yo, you're a bitch, nigga. You got a girl performing on your song. Yeah. Get out of here, right? We used to do those those parody videos all the right. time. And the point of rap was to speak about whatever the street shit was, was right? Mm-hmm. And so that was dope for listening to. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people love Quiet Storm, but do you even know the fucking words? No, <laughs> you just know that beat. It's you know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. But like the youth, they don't understand why that yeah. song was powerful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, um, they realize, well, we got to sell this shit. Mm-hmm. And if you go to old school hip hop parties, it's dudes. It's all dudes. Grunge as fuck. And they are singing every word to that lyric. Oh, my but God. When you go to the nightclub, it's girls shaking their ass. And so it's they're true. like, we got to sell this shit. And then all of a sudden, rap disappeared. And then it became gangster rap all of a sudden. And then it became nothing. And then rap and hip hop became one. Just one. And now it's and just hip hop. From there, it was then what any black person did was now considered part of ours, and we Pop got culture. fucking run over. You know over. when it happened? When um, was it uh, Nielsen or they announced that hip hop or rap music was the most consumed genre in the world? That's when everybody looked at it and was just like, "Hmm, maybe I should take a little bit of that." 
And then he started seeing these bitches going to the to the surgeon, asking for the same build of body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you see these niggas the wearing the same type we of chains. Ashamed. Yeah. You see these niggas posting the telephone, um, money phone shit. You see these niggas all of everybody wants to be a rapper, like just one after another. And it's like, that's not reality. Nope. That is not the norm. <laughs> Nobody can maintain this because it's not normal. And you see all these people doing the most disgusting ghetto <laughs> shit to maintain a life that... Well, who? Give me an example because, like, anytime I say one, then people I try know. to defend it. But, like... Defend that person and be like, well, you don't know that person. and, oh, and What da-da-da-da. they have to do to get what But I'm they like, were... yo, that person's imagery is of ignorance and stupidity. And you know what the thing is? Whenever we talk about this stuff, and I always want to preface people, like, I'm not a hater. I don't care about these people. Um, we are people that speak on things. Uh, Sterling and I. <laughs> and because people always take things so Oh, she's angry, or oh, she's this, or oh, she's that. Whenever you're giving your opinion you on something, <laughs> I don't give a fuck if I you know. get upset. <laughs> this is the comedy well, I reject know podcast. We're gonna come at me talking about why is that bitch so mad on Sterling's podcast? Yo, I have fifty-four listeners. No, They're nigga. not gonna come at you angrily. They'll come at you watch, like <laughs> watch. Yeah, I bring out some people, man. Yo, oh wait a minute! Shout out to when I say I have fifty-four listeners. Let me tell you something. I didn't tell you about this, yo. I had came back to the stage. I just I came back Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, June twenty third was my first time back on stage in four months. And in that show, I had actual people. Shout out to my black people who came to the first show uh, that actually listened to the podcast. God bless you. But yo, it was wild, man. I got a uh, I got uh, got a lot of wild reviews, man. I got a lot of wild reviews, man. I talked about a lot of different things. You know what? One thing I was talked about that i don't think it's talked about enough um that one of the biggest mistakes we've ever made is that we silence the voice of a woman because if two if a man and a woman make a whole then we're only getting half the story mm-hmm. and that when we lost that we lost our way and that's why yeah. uh the direction that we go is always so aggressive there's no support for it yeah. and so it then falls on itself and then i was talking about like i don't tell my daughters to shut up and I, whenever they say mm-hmm. things, I let them have an opinion. But they're assholes. And so, <laughs> you know but I mean? look but who like, their daddy is, though. Oh, look yeah. at their daddy. My daughter is raw. She told me, <laughs> she's like, I don't want to be here, you know. I don't want to be here. <laughs> and it took, her, it took her till her third birthday. Mm-hmm. And she was walking by. And for me, it was a magical moment, even though it looked like you're a piece of shit. But, like, my daughter has never... Uh, told me she loves me, mm-hmm. uh, and unless she's been forced, like tell your daddy you love okay, her. You know okay, I mean, yeah. she's never done it on her own accord. Yeah, and um, she was at my house, and her birthday was the very next day, and she was walking by, and she stopped, and she looked at me, and she tapped me on the knee, and she goes, "Hey, daddy," I go, "Yeah." She goes, "I do love you," and then she walked uh, off and went off to uh, d- to continue to draw on the walls, so and I was like. I feel like that was a real one. That was like, that was, you know what I mean? Like, yo, she's real gangster with it too, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, she's like, I ain't gonna be nice about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Don't I'm tell not gonna be lovey dovey. how I really feel. You know what I mean? Quick. And that, I was just like, yo, this, this she's an asshole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's raw. I think she has some of your mom in her. Oh, I hope not. 
<laughs> on the yes, last no podcast, way. my mom fucking bribed. Uh, Your mom was on the podcast? My mom was on the podcast, oh and she bribed my sister's boss with drugs oh. to get her off of work early. Nice. Did, so did they she, take it? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, they did. They're, they're, it's Scarborough, baby. Who's I turning mean, down drugs? Especially during pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. And then she, on top of yeah, that, threatened him. Been like, yo, if you tell anybody I give you that, I'll kill you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I do want to say, Sterling, thank you for telling your daughters never to be quiet and to always speak their minds because us women, <laughs> we get it hard. Hard, hard, hard. Is, now, is it just from men? Um, No, it's from women as well. But I find the... I think women are more subtle with it. Men are more aggressive and... I don't know if it's their own insecurities. I bet or it whatever. goes back to ego. If a woman yeah. beats you at anything, yeah. If a woman beats you at anything, it means it takes from the man meter, which is less than. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. You could beat me in a math test, and it'd be like, oh, look who's got to go back <laughs> home and fucking study one, two, threes. You're always concerned. And I know there's people being like, what? That's so stupid. I'm like, I'm saying not that you think that way. I'm saying mm-hmm. that there's an imaginary scale of manliness. Yeah. yeah. And there's certain things that you can't do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. And there's everybody within society upholds that scale. So right, it's not just some, men at some point. It's yes. not just men that do it. It's not just women or whatever. We both do it. Coexistingly. <laughs> One thing that, uh, tell me if you've seen this, Mm -hmm. uh, I've had women say that, uh, whenever they do business, the man will not agree with them. And then a guy will come in and say the exact same thing. And they'll not only do that, but do less than yes. You experience that a lot. Now is that with men and women or just men? Um, I would say mainly men will do that. I try. And that's the thing for me. Uh, I don't go to the mechanic anymore. Yeah, that's a real thing. Like, that is a real certified thing. For me, I've been taken advantage of Mechanics so many times. Remember that time? Yes, when I was ca- with you in yes, your car, yes. Where you put, picked me up stranded because this my car um, broke down on the side of the road, ended up getting it to a mechanic in Woodbridge, and he charged me like $700 for brakes. Yeah, he did fuck you. Or like brake pads or something I was crazy. so mad because I, yeah. I was sending you pictures of how much and, those things cost. And he cost. knew I was stranded and needed yeah. the car because I was on my way to uh, like an appointment. that Somewhere. Yo, I don't so remember it was, up. but you called me and I came yeah, and dropped and, and picked came. you up. You just so happened to be here. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> but in that situation, like you see a woman stranded on the side of the road and you're going to gouge her in order to get her car back knowing that she was just trying to get to work and this was like nine o'clock in the morning on a tuesday no mercy from a man right there yeah no i, I was there and i remember and saying you saw it. it i said yes. it. i said damn it uh did you already go talk to him <laughs> yes and, and I then you go the i go you did and i go fuck uh, I and you go why i'm like ah he's a guy he's gonna try to rob you it's he's happened. gonna tell you all these things yep. cost money that yep. they don't yep and that's exactly what happened and then uh, he called me okay. after he told me 700 dollars. and it's like oh i have to fix this it's gonna be 1300 i was like leave my fucking car alone yeah. <laughs> give me my fucking keys take everything out take everything out <laughs> like put it back where you found it yo me and mechanics nope no that's the real thing so yes shit like that we have to deal with 
Well, I will say that. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Sterling, for giving me that moment. To no, <laughs> it's, it's true because, you know, like as I ask white people to do better, I start to ask myself to do better. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, you know, like I, I still tell people the story of how when you were pointing mm-hmm. out how when I'm crossing the street, mm-hmm. I just walk. And you were like, what are you doing? There's no lights on that side of the street. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just walk down the street. I don't give a shit. I'm a black dude. Who wants to rob me? I know. You know what I'm saying? That's a horrible idea for anybody. don't even think about that. Right? And I don't. And I was just walking. And then you were like, no, I have to walk on this side of the street because of the lights. Because that's how you get snatched up. And nobody gives a fuck about you. Da, da, da. And it made me realize this, like, holy shit, like. Since that happened, you you I need to be better. Yeah. I need to be better with the same way I a white person will never understand racism mm-hmm. that I've lived I will never understand um the fear of being raped that you have mm-hmm. so the same way I don't understand and I needed to listen and learn yeah. is the same way I'm learning to that's how I'm able to talk to white people to tell them to listen to me yeah. because I'm taking the time to listen to you mm-hmm. and so I'm still trying to do better because like I said I feel that the biggest mistake we ever made was that we took away the voice of the woman. Because if two halves make a whole, we're only getting half the story. But that's the thing, Sterling. That's the one part of the empathy that I really want men to understand. So then do mushrooms. so difficult. (laughs) Do mushrooms. I'm telling you. With every single man so they can understand the empathy. Oh. After I did mushrooms, really? Oh, I did a lot. Like I saw things that you should not see. Oh, but like I mean, and you're serious about this? I'm not. <laughs> I'm talking about like you gotta do like five grams and then sit in the dark. Oh my god! Like, and that's, then that's how you gain your empathy. What were you? What were what, you no, thinking about the, in those you, moments? You just start to realize that there's a bigger picture, mm, and then you start to realize. Idea. You start to realize like why, you know, why am I doing that? You know what I'm saying? And the why then starts to revert back into something where it's like, oh, you're hurting inside. Mm -hmm. So why you're only doing this not because you uh, are trying to follow a rule or Mm -hmm. that's what you deserve. It's you're you're hurt. Yeah, you're wounded. And so now when people try to hurt me, I don't look at them as you trying to hurt me. I look at them as their hurt person. And this is just an exertion of that Mm -hmm. person being hurt. Mm -hmm. And so that in itself is the empathy that that. let, let, let me see. Yeah. To not condemn and cancel and remove a person, but instead to uh, find out not, why they're really hurting. Mm-hmm. Why did you really say that? I hate black people. Do you really hate black people? Yeah. Or do you hate that you feel inferior about yourself and that you think that the representation of a black person is probably better than you? And because you feel less than, you want to attack that because society says to attack mm-hmm. that. So then you use that as an excuse. So you see, the why goes backwards into yourself. Mm-hmm. And once you can see into someone else's why, you why become way people, more powerful. But this is why I tell people, start with yourself, educate yourself, and yeah. stop talking about shit that you don't know anything about. A lot of these people that are talking and having opinions, and I always say this without calling names, which is bad. I don't want to rant without calling names. Mm. But then it's like... Do what you want, man. I'm not going to call names. But no, I'm finding that... I got that 54 listeners. When it comes to um, having an opinion now... <laughs> When it comes to having an opinion now, um, platforms and social media, it gives everybody that option to say things. And people now are being forced to say things, but they're not, usually they're misinformed, miseducated, Mm -hmm. uneducated about the topic. But 
whatever ignorance they have and truths they feel they've developed over time, they start talking about that. And then after they get backlash, they realize, damn, what I thought was reality or 100% of the truth actually was bullshit. So now what the fuck do I do? See, and the thing, the reason why I think that happens is because social media requires a response. When, when you get older, you realize that you think you should be thinking twice as much as you answer. Mm-hmm. But social media requires an answer with no thought. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. immediate, it's, it's immediate re- interaction. And if you answer something quickly, you're not going to get the right answers all no. the time. But those answers, unfortunately, in social media stay there. Right. Yeah, it stays it there back. forever. Right. <laughs> Whereas when someone asks you something, you should ponder it. You should be like, hold on, let me think about that's that first. But that's not required. That's not required on Whoa. social media. It's Comment as soon like as something happens on the news, you got to be the first person know, commenting. You have to be the first person snapping it. You have to be the first person doing a split side it. video. Mm-hmm. Right. With, because you need the immediate in- response. Right. And with that immediate response, you get immediate jackasses. <laughs> and so like and you get immediate cancellations. Right. And, and that's why I'm saying like for myself, it's like I don't even uh, want to try and big myself or feel anything. I just for me, mm-hmm. I'm trying to become a better person because how do I ask another person to become a better person when I don't want to be a better not. person? Yeah. And that's what I see happen a lot of times, too. Like I see wounded black people on the front lines fighting the, the black protests, but then saying some wicked shit to other people of other I cultures. Know. And I I'm like, yo, I understand you're How hurt and I feel sense? your pain, but you're lashing out with the same energy yeah. that we are fighting against. And if you are going to do that, you then become the demon that you then once fought. And like we said earlier, now you're looking in the mirror. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sure. like, I feel bad in those situations. And so like, if I can learn how to... F- become a better person myself, then I can see better mm-hmm. into the why of their fuck-ups. And then hopefully I could give this ability that I have to someone else. To somebody else. And then hopefully it goes down the chain. And also to deal with my own children and my own life. And because I'm going to buy an island one day. I'm going to be like a Zen Buddha no, on my little island. I would island. love to own an island. And like, get I'm, me away from these people. I'm going to. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Get me away from everyone. But, yo. Um... <laughs> a few more, yo. Honestly, I've I've been high the whole time. So, I wanted to ask you. Um, what did you want to ask me, Sterling? How can we get more Misha? Like we've been <laughs> we've been on like an astrological conversation, and I couldn't tell you if it wasn't recorded what the fuck we were talking. I know, about. right? <laughs> but it felt it felt amazing though, didn't it? Like, it was great. Like was I great. feel spiritually like. Uh, like we got, yeah, like we got, I feel like I learned some things, you know, I hope but like I want them to learn things from you on your platform. Yeah. Where can we find you? Okay. Let them know who you're there. Where can you find me? So at Miss Misha Gay. So M-S-M-E-S-H-A-G-A-Y-E. And that's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I don't really go on Facebook because it is a dungeon a wasteland of filth i love you facebook and (laughs) i hate every second of it but i do have somewhat of a profile you know 
<laughs> because I have to. I have so many old people that follow me, and yeah, so Facebook that's why is where I they're don't at. Even, yeah, baby. All the people that forty-five hate and me. up, baby, they love me on Facebook. Yo, I crush it. No, all the people that hate me follow me on Facebook. So every time I post something, they're just like fucking snarling in the background, like this bitch. And I'm just like, I'm out of here. Fuck y'all. Anyways. At Miss Misha Gay, <laughs> M-S-M-E-S-H-A-G-A-Y-E, and Twitter, Instagram, and my podcast mm-hmm. is at Such a Pretty Podcast, and that's from Such a Pretty Mess, which is my lifestyle brand, and the podcast is just me talking about my life, your life, everybody's life, and how the fuck... We're going to get through this COVID (laughs) and well, before COVID and everything, it was just basically trying to figure out how black people communicate better, how um, we can comb our hair more often and teach our children how to love their hair more often. Stuff that I talked about on the podcast. Um, Yeah. So stuff like that. Deeper conversation. So you can find me at, at such a pretty podcast there. And then I do Misha's tea. I know Sterling, I'm not done. And then I do Misha's tea. <laughs> Yo, you legit did one of those. I am I am I'm, taking my time. I am <laughs> reclaiming my time. I am reclaiming my time, Sterling. Because I'm so excited about all this stuff because a bitch has found her voice, okay? And you are going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot shut me up not today not tomorrow okay so <laughs> i do misha's tea i was doing it uh, for 13 weeks in a row holla at myself on uh, my ig live on saturdays which is now moved <laughs> to uh, mondays so my next show or my next misha's tea pouring will be july 6th monday july 6th and that's on my IG live. So come sip with me, chill with me. And I'm trying to figure this thing out, this whole social media presence, this whole hosting journalist thing. So come with me on that journey. That's it. You hear that, 54 people? <laughs> that was the one and only Misha. Make sure you guys follow her. And if I don't see that she goes up by at least 54 listeners. I know. <laughs> I'll be disappointed in all 54 of you. I will come to your house. I know all 54 of your addresses. There's only 47 because some of you live together. But, yo, I have to make sure that we got that in there because um, we are exponentially high. I know. I'm going to have some more of this lemon water. Drinking lemon water. Hold on. Don't judge me, guys. I'm trying to maintain my weight. Same here. Yo, I'm 165 right now. I was Sterling's in a competition. getting back to skinny track, Sterling. Mm-hmm. Hold on. How about fuck up the game? <laughs> yo, you ever have those moments, people, when you just look at yourself in the mirror and you go, yo, if I was 10 pounds less, I'd be fucking everybody in this world. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel right now. You know what I mean? Like, I I've literally did, a, I did, I did uh, 50 push-ups the other day, and then I was looking in the mirror, and I heard an R&B song in my head. You know how conceited you need to be that you play your own r really? I heard anxious. <laughs> I was like, yo, I have my, you know what I mean? I popped the titties a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I was you like, yo, I am 10 pounds away from this. Like, <laughs> You're so dumb. I don't You're feeling yourself. I'm going to be a wife. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Any, oh, by the way, 54 people, any strong, independent women who's looking for a wife, 
uh, with a dick. Holler at me. Sterling's um, <laughs> ready to be a housewife, y'all. What? I will do it, yo. He has his cooking skills down. My cooking skills, I can clean. He, he's I, out here ready to sacrifice. You you have pre-approved pictures of of my what what it looks like to have a kid with me. <laughs> I made fuck it. I made three kids with three different three co- beautiful skin children's. Yeah. It's like what do you, what do you want, man? I, I'm fucking gold out here. And, and I'm funny. I'm great at dinner parties. What? It's true. You could bring him anywhere oh and he's going to be a hoot. Exactly. Yeah, just leave me there and I'm fucking good to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the one that they're like, oh my God, when are you bringing him <laughs> back? back? I love Sterling. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. So get at him, ladies. He you know is ready to be a wife. Okay. Well, no, you got to submit resumes. I don't just fuck anybody. No, I'm not saying. Reality. I'm not saying. I Can I do the screening process? Yo, I, I saw little cool. Duval be like, I want millionaires. And he started getting millionaires. I was like, oh my really? God. Really? Yeah. You just have to ask for what you want, Sterling. What do I you know. want, King? I, I want, I want, I want. Um, <laughs> I know exactly what I want. What do you want, I King? Want, I want two to four women <laughs> to Ooh. marry me. I want one that's a housewife. Okay. I want one that's all business. Mm-hmm. I want one that's party. And then I want uh, one that is, is uh, I don't know, it's just there. <laughs> okay, so, okay, wait. So, two to four women. Now, yeah, how... I could go with two. I could so... go with one. I'm not saying I can't do one. I'm just saying. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Pause. Okay. Get back. Mm. So, how do you um, propose you're going to maintain these two to four women? When I buy my island. Okay, so you're going to purchase an island mm-hmm. and live this life with the two to four women. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel that, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what it is. I'm not even hating on you, yeah, my nigga. That's uh it's a pretty pretty easy plan. It's like step one, buy the island. Buy the island. You notice how step one wasn't get the four girls. No, it was buy the island. Once you got the island, because the then four girls will be like, I think I'm gonna go. You mean yeah. I just gotta fuck you and possibly the mother bitches? Yeah. I'm gonna get out of here. So I get to be on the beach forever. I forever. think that's the best proposal forever. I've heard yeah. for more than one bitch. Or that's sorry, me. let me clean up my language because I've been cussing people all day or all week about language, mm-hmm. and I keep saying bitch. Sorry, ladies. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that would be uh, I, I, that would be ideal for me. And then some that's people all don't... you want, Sterling. That's your. That's what. No, 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 no. You are re- requiring as a man. No, you. I mean, come on. That's a long list of things to say. Okay, so if you cannot have the ideal mm-hmm. two to four bitches on the island, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we know you're going to get, but if perhaps mm-hmm. that doesn't happen, um, I want someone that. Uh, Physically, you can't be ugly. I'm sorry. I'm not. Okay, keep it real. <laughs> I'm saying like, I mean. Keep it real. Uh, and that is the uh, truth. Uh, I'm being honest. You just can't be ugly. Because I mean, I got, you got to be, you don't got to be like, you know, fucking a 10. Just don't be ugly in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, that's about all I care about. You know as what I'm saying? Like, you just, yeah, because yeah. if you yeah. open your eyes, <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever see somebody, you're like, what the fuck? Do you get, do you get people that like. Or have you seen people with crusts, like deep crusts in their eyes? I in don't the morning? mind deep crusts, okay. yo. If you're not ugly in the morning, I'll kiss that you crust, kiss crust. Mwah, right the fuck out your eye. I don't give a shit, you're man. So I'm just like, I don't like the ones where uh, you, in the morning time, they're not the same face. Ooh. You're like, what the fuck is that? Is that the makeup situation? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of makeup. Mm. Uh, I don't, uh, most of the girls that I've ever dated in my life are not heavy makeup wearers. Yeah. And it's just because I'm just, I just, I like your face. 
I like your face for your face. And then deep down in my head, I know this is stupid to a lot of women who are like, fuck you, Sterling, you're wrong. But I'm like, just in my head, I'm like, I feel that a lot of you will use makeup because you feel inferior and you're using things to enhance yourself. Mm -hmm. But I mean, realistically, if you loved who you were, you wouldn't enhance it. I don't wear makeup or anything on my face. Well, you know let me mean? just uh, take up for the women that uh, wear exactly, makeup. and I know I'm wrong. Probably there is some, there are a section, there is a section of the population of women that they cannot leave their home without makeup. They can't do anything without makeup, or as, even before their man wakes up, they run to the bathroom and put on BB cream or concealer or something. So that's obviously a problem. Um, in terms of self-love, insecurities, That's whatever what it may be. About. I've seen that Yeah, shit. so I think that is more of the problem because, you know, women will be out here like, I wear makeup because for me, I wear makeup. I have blemishes as well. That's part of the reason why I wear makeup. And the second part is I like it. I don't put on makeup or, like, get dressed up or say, you know, I'm going out to get five men this tonight. With this my with this outfit, is and that my the makeup. voice you put on when you go to get five men? <laughs> I'm gonna go get five men. What the fuck? Voice? That's just how it sounds like. That's what people sound like when they That's get five men. That's how it men. should. It's like I'm gonna get myself I'm gonna get five, five men tonight <laughs> when I put on this tight dress and this makeup. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> where, like, where did that voice come from? Like, out of it nowhere, felt authentic to the role. Then the eye went. I'm gonna get myself five minutes. It felt authentic to the roles. Stop. <laughs> I just saw some. I just saw some old lady just brushing her coochie hair, just like I'm gonna get me five minutes. As soon saying. as I perm this shit. <laughs> oh, no. oh. I'm just saying, Sterling. No, but I understand yeah. what you're saying. It's just that, like, when I see it in the way that you were talking about mm-hmm. in the beginning, where it's you like they can't yeah. live without it. But I just I feel that feel way. Secure. If a man really like looks at that woman and makes her feel comfortable mm-hmm. without her makeup, or gives her an opportunity to you know undress in that way, and I find that men don't give space for women nah, to be comfortable in that. way. I've seen the opposite, where when you make them undress, then they they think you're patronizing them for telling them that they're beautiful without their shit. But how do you say it though? Like I'm like. You don't need. You all don't of need that, that shit. I you don't. You like you're. You good? No, no. And this okay, is why this I always. Is great. Tell this me. This is why I always talk I, about words. Yeah, because I'm like. You can't say it like that. Okay, well, teach me because I genuinely was. That's exactly what I say. Because you know what the thing is for women. Ideally, we want to feel like we don't need it, or we want to like that's the ideal in our head. Like we really and truly want to have that. Those, perfect skin or perfect whatever you know but when you say to us you don't need it it's like we already know that we don't but this is something that we want to do so it just doesn't come off as okay i'm learning yeah it just doesn't come off as positive Mm -hmm. if you say like if you start with oh you look beautiful but or you look beautiful with it i love you with it but, like, you know, the other day when I saw you wake up in the morning, you look this, you look great, you look that. If you say it like that instead of, you don't need that shit, wipe that shit off your face. You know I love you with no makeup on. Although some females can take it like that. That's, There's uh, others. 
and a lot of others because mm-hmm. females lie to themselves in terms of what they're able to accept in mm-hmm. in regards to honesty. So there's, I know, it, I know, I know thyself. <laughs> you should see Sterling's face oh, right now. Like, I can't mm-hmm. wait to roll some weed. <laughs> Yes, you have to know thyself. So, yeah, that's just, it's just the way you say things and saying you don't need that. See, this is what I, I like, though, because Mm-mm. something as simple as that, I, I never would have thought anything was wrong with it. I know. And I find a lot of the times that why my friendships with females last longer than my relationships mm-hmm. is because my friendships, um, Yes. We have these moments yes. where we're allowed to be honest. But again, in the relationships, I find that the couples are not honest yeah. because, they, again, they're being putting themselves on these mm-hmm. scales, these gauges. These, these what, And yeah. it's like not with manliness. Now it's what is a perfect relationship. Yes. Yes. And so they start trying to adhere to all of that. But a perfect relationship is a relationship between uh, two people mm-hmm. that are enjoying the terms and fucking agreements of it. Like, well, I don't mean to make it sound like a contract, <laughs> but like, it's basically, true. if he happy and you happy, that's, that's successful. That's it. That's a successful, but then great people relationship. Be like, oh, mm-hmm. but he goes to work, you know, ten days out of the month, you know, and you don't see him. Like, fuck, you're pretty much like a single mom. Then it's like, why are you putting all these? All these Because they start things. pulling all these little microaggressions of what a perfect relationship is, and then mounting mm-hmm. yours up. But the mm-hmm. only thing that really matters is how happy you are. I, you know, what the thing is that comes from us being told growing up and through generations what a perfect family is what a perfect relationship looks like even though a lot of us have never seen it Mm -hmm. we all have it in our heads of what it looks like but for some reason we don't actually do that in real life but we act like we do right and that's why i think (laughs) isn't that the craziest part but that's why i feel like the 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 relationships are never honest mm-hmm. because they never act like they want to. Like mm-hmm. there's women that want to do wild, crazy sex shit, but they'll be like, I'm going to keep it reserved because I don't want my husband to get on my hoe. Yeah. And then there's a guy and he's like, yo, maybe I like, you know, this, but I can't. But what, but what about the men that say that they, they don't want oral sex from their woman, their wife? But they want to go out there and get oral sex from somebody else because that's disrespectful. I don't. Who? I don't know any man. Ma- any man that, that doesn't so many want times. oral sex from his woman. <laughs> what in the hell? That's I've heard like that so many. That's times. like buying the car and sitting in the back. What's wrong with you? I know. <laughs> what, I know. Is what is wrong with you? With you? Uh, People hold some but, weird things. But, but but again, they're measuring. Yeah. So they're putting their wife and saying, "Okay, she can't do this, 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 yeah. this, or she can't be a wife." But uh. You don't love what that is because if you did, then you wouldn't need that. You exactly. get what I'm saying? It's true. And, and that's uh, not what you really. And that's why I'm saying, like the that moment it's where I ideals. just was able to listen to you, uh, and and learn mm-hmm. that I shouldn't say shit when bitches talk because y'all motherfuckers <laughs> is crazy. We are crazy. Holy but shit! You love that us. was a very oh. And a lot of I the can't, times can't ever stop that. And a lot of the times, men, you really just have to let us talk. And I've witnessed this with like past with a past relationship that was pretty successful mm-hmm. and i'm a lot and i know that about myself and he just let me talk a lot of the times <laughs> <laughs> that's what made it successful and just okay we know she's ridiculous just let her have her ridiculous moment and don't get caught up in that and for women as well you know you gotta let your man have his ridiculous moment and don't get caught up with him 
And then after that's over, you can come and talk about it and progress. But we don't give each other space to like, you know, say something bad or do something bad or I don't know. And if you were with me, ladies... On the island, you go walk to your side of the island. Exactly. I'll go walk go to, to my places. side of the island. That's right. And when you're hungry, we'll meet at the mess hall. Yo, ladies, we'll talk I'm about taking it. applications <laughs> for Sterling on this island, okay? Hit him up, yeah. and I will go through You know what's crazy? It's cheaper to buy an island right now than it is to buy a house a in house Hollywood. A house in Toronto? Or, or in, Hollywood. It's or Hollywood, Vancouver, Toronto, yeah. Montreal, you name it. It's cheaper to buy an island? What's than that? a house? It's cheaper to buy an island. Than yeah, a house? I could buy a wow. I could buy an island in Nova Scotia, Halifax, right now for uh two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars with a house on it. Really? But I'm saving up because there's an island in Fiji, Ooh. and Fiji has freehold land, and it's twenty million dollars. Yeah. But it's nine thousand square feet. That's fucking massive. This man said he's saving up and, uh, for a twenty million dollar house. I'm getting big yo, up yourself, my friend. You have to look at the first step. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and just keep making your steps. Don't watch how big the mountain is. I feel you because you'll never you'll scale it that there. way. But it's a twenty million dollar yeah. island, freehold purchase, which means that me, as a Canadian not from Fiji, mm-hmm. can own this land outright, and then I'm going to build on that land. First, you have to build a sanitation system. Because you have to make sure that you can keep this island and people clean, right? So that means toilets and water. water. Then you have to um, have uh, a school. Oh, no, a hospital. Hospital second, then school, and then my ninjas. Because people oh, are going to so want to take my shit. you're going to have everything on the island? Yeah, so that it's just like, you know what I mean? That you could just be That's away a- from the bullshit. I hear you. And then with my, I, I would have, I want 100 kids. Uh, I'll adopt. Don't worry. Not, it doesn't have to be sore vaginas <laughs> everywhere. I will adopt. You're so but like, dumb. I want a hundred kids, and then I want to like raise them, and then at twenty-one, mm-hmm. you know, send them out into the world, and yeah. they could go and see everywhere in the world and learn and see whatever, and then I'm they have the die. option of saying, "Where do I want to live, Dad?" And then I, you know, they could say whatever city they want to live in, or they could choose to come back to the come island to or the whatever, island. right? But like. Because, uh, like I said, I want to be able to educate as much as I possibly can, yeah. and then you send them out, and then you can only hope. Because then, what happens from there is they take your ideology and they put it into the real world. Mm-hmm. Unlike those young people who talk with the theories that they yeah. never applied in real yeah. life. Even my theory was mine for my life. Yeah, life has changed, times have changed. So now I'm giving them this old theory, and I'm saying, see how well that matches up with today's standards. And then you evolve, and then you grow. Because then what happens is they can then be able for themselves to see the better into the wise of others and then making them yeah. be a better person. And yeah. I don't want to raise no shitheads. Okay. So I hear you with the utopian world that you've built, that you will be building because you said you were saving for your $20 million island. Yes, I, I love am. it. It's in Fiji. It's going to happen. Speak it into existence. Oh, I would come yeah. on your island, but then I have to agree to certain things. So I don't know. <laughs> well i'll have my island by the time i'm about 45 45 and if you're about 43 and you still are thinking about getting your groove back you're, you're more than two years older than me don't age me oh my god what you're is it, three, three years older than me i'll throw a rock in your head <laughs> this girl stopped the Fix whole podcast talks, fam. this girl Fix stopped the whole talks. she did the math in her head and everything you should have seen her eyes she was wait a minute wait a minute no 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 
She stopped a hypothetical <laughs> futuristic situation to correct me by one year. Yes. This is why I have to listen and learn more from women. <laughs> well, yo, we're going to wrap it up because I want to bonus split for us and listen to more of your jams, yo. Well, thank you so much, man. Tell them your handle one more time. At Miss Misha Gay, M-S-M-E-S-H-A-G-A-Y-E. Yo, this has been another episode of the Comedy Recheck. Love you guys. All 54 of you. Later. Later.